Player 2, this is Player 1, plugging in. Player 1 is initiating connection. Player 1 is online. Player 1, this is Player 2, plugging in. Player 2 is initiating connection. Player 2 is online. All players have successfully connected. You are now plugged into the Plug and Play podcast. Initiating startup sequence. Hey guys, and thank you for tuning in to episode 130, which is technically like number 13, because like zero technically isn't a number, it means it gets numbers. Four if you add it all together. Four if you add it all together. 130 sounds bigger though. 130 does sound way bigger. Yeah, welcome to this. Yeah, I'm Zach, and alongside me as always is Tim. He already said welcome to the He didn't wait for me to get to that part. I was going to wait. I was was just going to go for like 30 minutes in the seat. That's me cutting you off. All right. Sounds good. So I'm cut off. You have to cut off. All right. So I'm cut off. So you're on. Okay. So what have I been doing this week? Um, Not a whole lot, but um, we did have a weird incident last night while I was at work. Um, Got caught on our ring camera. There was a white shark pulling back and forth like five times. And then this girl cuts like through our property, like right in front of our house, yeah. through our lawn, and goes to meet him. And I think we can play that clip right here. Yeah. For those of you on YouTube. Exactly. So that was weird. So while I was at work, it was the uh, Super Bowl night, or am I allowed to say Super Bowl? I'm always confused because people are saying like the big game. Like It's the Super Bowl. It's weird. It's like they want everybody to know about it, but they don't want anybody to say it. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's a, the Super Bowl. It's a stupid American thing. Like everywhere else, it's the World Cup or whatever. Yeah. It's the big game. Like they'll sue you if you call it the big in advertisements. If you call it uh, the Super Bowl, yeah. If you advertise like a Super Bowl party, or, really, or you know, get your snacks for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Look at the paper next time. It's like get your snacks for the big game. Really? Yes. I never even noticed that. It's really weird. Like that's why, really stupid. It is. They want endorsements from everyone. Okay. It's really dumb. Yeah, that's really stupid. Lose a lot of respect, in my opinion. Anyway, yeah. I was at work for the Super Bowl while the weirdness was happening in front of my house. Well, that was the day after the Super Bowl, the weirdness happened. Oh, right. Yeah, because that was last night. Okay, it all blurred yep, together for yep. me. Um, so anyway, um, it was a slow night. Really yeah, slow. you were sending me, you were playing your Vita at I work. I actually clocked off for half an hour and played one of the games that I'm going to bring up um, later. That's funny. Yeah. That's real that funny. slow. It was bad. I did get to watch most of the halftime show because of that. So That's cool. Lady Gaga was... Entertaining. It was entertaining. My favorite part was the drones overhead. That was really cool. So for those, I didn't who, realize there were drones until later on. For those of you who didn't get to see it, um, <clears throat> there were uh, drones flying in formations with LEDs on them yeah. to like spell out Pepsi or uh, a flag. Intel's in new. Uh, they got like an Intel Intel Swarm technology that. Like, yeah, so Intel made this technology, and they're going to be selling it to marketers. Mm-hmm. And so now, basically, not only are we going to have billboards along the street, they're like advertising this as like they're going to be selling airspace for like advertisers now. So all these drones make up a pixel, and they can make moving images. Yeah, it's crazy, and it, quick moving images yep. too. I mean, like instant, or like they change colors yeah. or something. If I'm, I was a hacker, 
I'm just saying. That would be like penises in the sky. Yes. Penis in the sky. Flying penises. Flying penises. We are being invaded by the. Oh my god, we can make a cow fly or a pig fly. Put plug and play everywhere. We can put plug and play everywhere. Yes. World domination. We need to hack these drones. We should. Alright, go ahead and erase that part of the podcast. Okay, sounds good. Okay. Yep, it's gone. And then the only other notable thing was I made my first meal in the Instapot, that Tech Talk thing. It didn't blow up. It did not blow up. Okay. And it made good food. It took all the preparation time. Other than that, it took half hour to cook a huge bowl of good chili. Really? Tender, good. Like enough chili for one person or for two? For four people twice. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, oh wow! Good bowl of chili. I, I froze ha- over half of it. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow! And it tasted good. And yep. And a three bean chili with beef, and um, I could make it a little spicier next time. I just went by the recipe for this mm-hmm. time. Um, but it was super easy. You just brown the beef, then throw all the other ingredients in there. Okay. Beans and uh, tomato paste and tomato chunks. Yeah. Spices. Turn it on. Just do whatever. Throw it away for 30 minutes, come yeah, back. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever made chili, but usually it takes like several hours for the beans to Yeah, to soak everything in. Yeah, soak in and get soft. Yeah. It's 30 minutes of cooking time. Now, it does take time to get up to pressure. Mm-hmm. So actual time in the pot was probably like, more like 45 minutes. Okay. But again, that's just time where I'm doing whatever I want to do. Cause yeah, just, you're not cooking. No. Yeah. Just prep time and set it and go. That's cool. That's cool. That was my yeah. first official meal of that thing. It was good. Um, so I just had to bring that up since I... Just so you guys know, I don't have any viruses on the PC. This time. This time. Oh, but my daughter does. She downloaded some malware. Yeah, your daughter's been looking at porn. I'm not sure, sure it was that, but like... I, Did I, you bring it with you? I meant to, I forgot. Okay. Um, yeah, she texted me and she's like, So my screen says this, and daddy doesn't know how to fix it. He says went, that you will. I, <laughs> I was to, like, I yeah. went to uninstall programs, and I said, This program's already been installed, and then it hit itself. Like... You're not fooling me. Yeah. Are you just hiding? That sucks. Yeah. It's, I don't know what it's doing, but it's, I don't like it. But it still pops up. Yeah, it still pops up. But, but it's, it'll tell you you've uninstalled it. It's a bunch of crap. And what is it? I don't know. I'm not going to click on the link that it pops up. Okay. Be, but, like, what what does it do when it, like... Like, is it, like, a it, program that pops up? It or pops is it up like... on the top of every browser now. Oh, really? The little, little tiny tab. Really? And I'm not about to click the little yeah, tiny tab. Yeah, no, don't do that. That's weird. Yes, it's annoying. Yeah. I don't know what she did, but she did it, um, like, basically the day before she called you. Huh. Strange. Yeah, because I could see the install date, and oh. there's two programs. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's always fun. At least, uh, well, two that are visible. Yeah, exactly. We'll it's see. Like, it's like whack-a-mole. It'll be fun. But that's my week, more or less. What have you been up to? Um, well, so, just hanging out with the baby. He's growing, like, super fucking fast. I saw. So he's out of newborns. He's in size one now. Yeah. And like... Is he sleeping more? Uh, today he has been. Um, but, so that onesie that you guys got us was like huge on him. This is the onesie I tried to bring him home in. And there was like no way. Right. Like his feet like barely touched the crotch of it. <laughs> and he was born and he was a big boy. So that's a pretty big onesie. Fucking thing fits up perfectly now. So, I mean, he grew quite Probably a bit. a week. We're on week three. I was going to say four, but... It's almost, well, technically tomorrow will be four. Okay. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah, so, this big boy. to do. Yeah. So, other than that, I've been looking at gun safes, um, because... When he starts crawling, you want them all secured? Well, yes. and I don't really want to open this up on the podcast, but, like, let's just say behind you there's a couple of them just chilling. Yeah. And... Oh, that's nice for me. Something, yeah. Something goes down. Exactly. There's a couple of them just chilling there. 
Um, you go for the master sword, I'll go for the guns. Sounds good. And then there's just a few other in random places throughout the uh, property, I should say. Um, that you are, ever seen like those hidden bookshelves where you like tap it and it like comes, swings down and it's like right there for you? Mine's kind of like, hey, move this chair, and also you got two rifles. So um, yeah, but I really do want one of the bookcases yeah. or the the those shelves. Look, those look cool. Yeah, they look really cool. Um, so I need to figure out something just for when he starts to crawl. I mean, not that I mean ammo is nearby all of them, but it's not loaded and not like he can like load a gun and stuff. Um, but I don't really feel comfortable with that. There is one weapon that obviously I'm not going to put in the gun safe, which is my home protection weapon. Well, you put a lock on it, right? I got to figure out a way to... They make small boxes that you can trigger open really fast. Yeah, exactly. I need to find one of those. And they're typically 50 to 70 bucks. That's not bad. That's fine. So I've been looking... You should have everyone secured. Yeah. So I've been looking at... Actually, I was looking at a little... Like, a, it almost looks like a tin box that's oh. like that, but it's got a thumbprint, so you just roll over, put your thumb on it, and it pops open. Well, that will work for you, Stubby. Thumb. Thumb. I got two thumbs. Not fingerprint. And actually, you know what I was also thinking about? And I thought about this a few times. You commit a crime, right? Mm-hmm. And then you just do what I did. You figure out your fingerprints are gone. They're never going to so you can, do, you can do that once. Well, no, you do it. You just cut one finger at a time. I know, but it, you'll be like... Calming people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They make. I'm just saying. They make it, prosthetic shit. That's no, not quite good enough yet. They three print, three D print some stuff. But. Yeah, that's true. Anyways, so gun safes. Mm-hmm. I've been looking at them. Costco has a pretty nice one for about six hundred bucks. It's big. It's twenty four gun safe with a side panel, and it comes with all the ammo clips, uh, or ammo pouches and uh, pistol pouches on the back side of the door with three big bolts coming out of the side. No up and down bolts, which kind of pissed me off, but still three big bolts. It's digital and uh, backup key um, combo. That sounds nicer than mine. Mine's pretty simple. But yours is, a, is not a 24 gun safe, no. though. Yours is like a 12, maybe? It might call itself that, but it, I would think you could fit more than six, really. Yeah. That's plenty for what I have. Yeah. As far as long rifles, but... Yeah. So not a lot of pistol storage. It's kind of cramped in there, and I end up having to store my ammo outside of it, which, gotcha. I, which I don't really like. Yeah. But there's just no room. Yeah. Um, so I was actually while I was at Costco, ran into a uh, older gentleman uh, that had a what was it Vietnam hat on or something like that. He's military branch of some kind, mm-hmm. and he said that they had a really nice one down at Bymart. You should check so, them, they always have some. Um, and he actually said that it was pretty much the same as that gun safe, just different brand. Mm-hmm. Um, so I might run down there and check them out as well. Spend that much money, you should definitely shop around. Yeah. So we'll see. I need to figure out something. Obviously, You're I got a few months. Hand truck from experience. He said that Costco will deliver it for you. Will they put it in the room that you want it to be in? I want it in the garage. Then no, you're probably fine. Yeah. I mean, I don't have room for it in any of my rooms is a problem. Go to the back of a... Well, I'm going to say what mine is. Yeah. Mine won't be in the garage permanently. Let's put it that way. Yep. So, um, that, been doing that. Um, I found a awesome sweatshirt. I sent you a link to Yes, you did. So, I got the wife's approval on it. She actually really liked it, so that's the reason why I bought it's a good it. sweatshirt. Cool. Um, so I bought a Zelda Breath of the Wild limited edition um, sweatshirt from... Was it called Merchoid? Sure, if you say so. 
So limited edition just means they only printed a certain number. That's not really. Well, I think it's a certain. They're like they didn't make a certain number of them. It, they're like selling it through a certain date. Oh, okay. So um, actually, no, there was a certain number because there's only two left in medium. Um, so I got one of the two. Um, basically, it's a blue. It's, a, it's the Breath of the Wild blue that you see Link wearing on his T-shirt. And it, on the back of it has a huge uh, Breath of the Wild Z with the Master Sword coming through How do you feel it. about that, by the way, that he's marketing his blue this time instead of green? Mm. I mean, I know you can change clothes in the game. Like, you're not, yeah, you're so not, like... You're not I don't, set in that. But they are showing that a lot. Yeah, he's definitely in a lot more blue. I'm hoping there's going to be a green outfit in there somewhere. I guarantee it. But, I mean, it I doesn't bug me so it. much because they've kind of like... This one's completely off track from everything else. And... A lot of the newer Zelda stuff doesn't have him in typically it green. A blue uh, Wind Waker as well. Yeah, and he uh, um, wasn't there a fire suit in the game. One of the games was red. Yeah, Ocarina of Time had blue, green, um, red. Yeah, blue, green, red. So, um, and it has like gold cuffs on it that go up almost up like the entire forearm on it that are gold. Um, Cool. I don't know. Send it. Send out a photo when I get it. So I'm not sure when I'm gonna get it. Um, other than that, I also went to the comic book shop and got my comic book collection more organized. Oh, okay. So well, I also cool. picked up more comics. I was gonna say that's what I expected here. So. So how many comics have you read this week? Shut up, Tim. That's what you're supposed to do with them, you know. Not just collect them and organize them. Don't kill your guitar. I don't think I can lift this, but there is... Oh, wow, it's a long box. This is my comics. So, I bought this thinking this is really cool, because not like they're going to be able to see what they're going to do. Slides out. Nice. But I also found that that's really stupid. Why? Because I have these little... Tabs? Yeah. They're a little tall. So they scratch on the top? Yeah. Well, so, it still works. Still works. Um, but the next one I get, probably, because this one's almost full. Usually um, they just open the top. I'm probably going to buy the one that opens on the top next time. It's like $3 less. I thought this would be all cool because it's all more expensive. It was the deluxe edition. And I found out when I got home, I was like, this is stupid. That's how you charge Zach another 5 to $25. Just add limited edition or deluxe at the end of the day. Yeah, it sucks. Just so you guys know, don't do that. It's rude. It's mean. And it's, it's degrading. It's hilarious. So that's what I've been up to this week. Cool. I swear to God, I'm going to read comics this week. So hold me to it for next week. i got to read at least all my Walking Dead comics. <laughs> just start reading. You're not going to read all of them. I mean, it's only a stack that tall. I just want to see you read some. I know. Anything. Okay. Gotta I gotta read. get, I got, gotta read. You do. Yeah. Because, yeah, reading is important. But I got a lot of room to store more collectible stuff now. Oh, great. I know! It's awesome! That's pretty psyched, psyched about that. You do have more room up there now. I do. There's oh. nothing up there except for two Walking Dead books. There you go. So, anyways, that's what I've been up to this week, but we like to talk about video games sometimes. I didn't play that many this, this week. Me either. I played but, a, a bit of Rise of the Tomb Raider, which continues to be awesome. I was kind of doing some side quests this time, finding some uh, tombs to explore, and I wanted to make some ammo pouches, so I was hunting rabbits and wolves. So that was fun. Okay. Um, got through one little tomb, and that's really about it. So I didn't advance the story any. Okay. Just trying to get my 
you know, level up Laura a little bit. Yeah. I guess there's gonna be another movie coming out soon, a reboot. Hmm. Not Angelina Jolie, some no, no, yeah. actress who looks the part, but I've never heard of her. Yeah, I've never heard of her either. Probably, now that you mentioned it. She's probably just more athletic than being like an amazing actress, but hopefully she's got range at that as well. Probably. Um, another movie that's coming out that I want, you probably would like. Have you, did you see the original John Wick? Uh, Keanu Reeves is like this assassin. Huh. And like the people, somebody kills his wife? Yeah, his wife, I think, and he goes out for revenge. It's really cool. Huh. They have the gun foo in the movie where it's like... Like gun battle? It's awesome. Like, you would like it. Okay. Uh, maybe try to find it on video. See if you want to go see uh, John Wick 2 with me because I want to go see it. Okay. But games. Back to games. Um, I played uh, Rise of the Remitter. I played a little bit of Stranded. Um, Stranded? A, Mar a Mars adventure. It's kind of like a oh, runner on Mars. Okay. It's a little... There's a stranded game I've wanted to check out on Steam. Oh, stranded colon a Mars adventure. Okay. That's what I was playing on Vita at work. Okay. Um, I played like th four or five levels. Nice. Um, you got to run fast because you're running out of oxygen. That's the biggest mechanic. And, and as you run faster, the oxygen goes down quicker. Um, no, but you can use a jetpack, which makes it go down way fast. How the fuck does a jetpack make your oxygen go down? Running would make your oxygen run down. Oh, well, a jetpack would shoot jets of air to make you double jump. Oh, but he has a mask on? Yeah, he's a little uh, space Never mind, okay, space that makes dude. more sense. It handles the lower gravity pretty well, like the jumps are definitely floaty. Really? That's cool. A little short levels, it was something I could pick up and play for, you know, 10 minutes at work. Mm -hmm. Although I ended up playing it for 40. And then the last thing I tried to play was something I got for you too, which I think is going to end up being a total fail. Um, Battleborn? Yeah. Okay. Remember when we saw this at PAX? Yes. Uh, did you see the price tag on that? Yeah. Show, go show the camera. Four ninety nine. And I actually got it for four fifty because I have that Gamer Club unlocked thing. So I bought two, <laughs> and I was trying to play it today, but it would not let you start it up without the update file. Without was, the update file? Which was fifteen gigs. Holy shit! So just before I came here, I finally got it downloaded, and I just booted it up just to see the lobby. Is and anybody on there? Um, yes, um, but I jumped out before the game started because I'm a dick. <laughs> well, I, was just in the I was just in the prologue anyway with a bunch of other newbies, so it didn't really matter. Um, so I got this for you because I know there's a mode in it that's two-player couch co-op. Really? But then I was reading the back, and I think you have to have PlayStation Plus to play. Oh, goddammit. Okay. So I'm going to let you play with Check it. Check it out. Make sure I'm right. If not, I'll give it to somebody at work. Okay. There's two guys I know that have PlayStation to work. They'll probably like it. Okay. But you got first shot at it. It was dirt cheap, so I bought two. Sweet. Awesome. Thank you. But yeah, it just came out. Like, it seems like not that long ago. And then now it's five bucks. Yeah, that's sad. And I think I had Battleborn was on Humble Bundle at one point. Was it? I think so. Cause I think like, I the characters look really cool, and it looks like kind of a fun... Multiplayer shooter. Yeah, we had fun with it at PAX. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, five nice. bucks. That's crazy. Five freaking bucks. I mean, it is pre-owned, but still, for five freaking bucks? Yep. They had tons of them. Let's see how well they took care of the disc. Not a single scratch. Nice. There you go. Make sure I'm right. And okay, I'll make sure you're right. After you spend two days downloading the updated file. <laughs> Jesus. Fifteen freaking gigs? Uh, it's 15 or 16. Jesus. There's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. And it would not let you do anything before that. Like really? You, you get to the screen, you push X, you're like, eh, need update file. 
Screw you. It does say right on the box requires internet. It does. This nice, beautiful black box. The very bottom of the I'm disc. I'm annoyed. Like, I wish there was an offline campaign. Yeah. I mean... But I think I might have... I, I think you might be screwed. I'm thinking you're probably right, but, but I will try it. I was you can a, do remote play with this. I could play it my Vita, yes. That's crazy. It is crazy. I've played some games on remote play. It's kind of fun. Hmm. Played some Fallout once. Um... Um, what was the name? There was a game I played recently that's not coming to mind, but I... Oh, um... The, uh, card play game, the, um, Hand of Fate. Yep. That was good. That was a good play, a good game to play on. Yeah. Because it's... There are some action scenes, but there's a lot that's not that fast. Hmm. If you got any kind of, like... You wouldn't want to play a, this kind of game on it. That would yeah. Be a, that would be a dumb game, actually. Anything with fast shooting, you don't want Would to play. be terrible? Yes. Hmm. So, yeah. That's cool. what I sort of played, kind of. Sweet. Well, I still started out this week with some more uh, Puzzle Quest. So have you paid money into the system yet? No. Are you tempted? No. Okay. Talk to you about it off air. Oh, okay. Well, so. would the average player be tempted by the time that it got to your level, be tempted to play, to pay yes. to play? Yes. I will. Is it coming to become I think they'd either get frustrated and just do the story missions, or... They would just say fuck it after the three heals that you get every 20 minutes and then just quit, probably, eventually. Yeah, probably. I mean, there's a, quite a few people in this one community I'm a part of that haven't paid for anything, um, but they also, like, don't make it anywhere near the leaderboards on these, like, tournaments they run. Mm -hmm. So, usually there's about 3,000 players in a run... The last one just closed out yesterday, and I finished 165 or something out of 3,000. Okay. So, um, and the shitty part about how it works is, or shitty for me anyways, is like, say, I'm at work for 10 hours a day. I come home, I've got my son, I'm helping my wife take care of him, and then I play a little bit before bed. I get up to, let's say, I think I was at like 90 or something like that. I went to sleep, and the thing closes out at, like, midnight, but, like, everybody else stayed playing, so it kicked me back up to, like, 100 and something. So I went from 90 to 100 and something and not playing, which, like, makes sense because it's a leaderboard and everybody else is playing and stuff, but it just really sucks that, like, my, like, reward went from being, like, a super awesome reward to being, like, oh, it's pretty good. Like, I got a really good card, like, luckily, but, like, I could have had multiple really cool cards um so that kind of sucks but so i could see if somebody's gonna dr if somebody is willing to drop money inside of a game yes this is probably gonna be a game people are gonna drop money into and there's a lot of people who have dropped a lot of money into it and i do know that for a fact like a lot of fucking money so give me a number probably close to 500 more so wow yeah we'll talk to you about that off air okay yeah um, so I did that. Um, I played some Rad Roger. Cool. You're probably way ahead of me then. Uh, no, I only did two worlds. Cool. Or two, uh, plays, two levels, yeah. So, only one world so they don't, it's a lot of fun, and it's really easy to go through and stuff, but I really wish there was more, like, story sequence in between the levels. There's really not. Like, it just loads you in, and it's like, let's kick ass, and like... It's still fun. Um, There's probably story beats in between the worlds. I'm hoping so. 
it definitely got really hard on like World 2 for some reason. And then World 3 wasn't too bad. But like World 2 was like, what the fuck? Mm. So, it's a bit uneven on the difficulty. Yeah, or maybe it was just me and my platforming. Like, I'm not very good at platforming. I, you know, I don't play a whole ton of them. Um, but it was still fun. Cool. Killing shit, and then whenever I die, they gotta give me shit for it. So, that's that pretty cool. Yeah, so, def- the game definitely has that 90s attitude thing going on. It definitely does. So, and then whenever you want to quit the game, it's like, yeah, I'm a quitter. <laughs> so, um, and then I played some Fable Anniversary, um, which is... Alright, I mean, I jump in every once in a while and just take away at it. I beat that game so many freaking times. I'm it's funny you keep going back to it. Yeah, it's just fun to go back and hang out and destroy a shitload of people. So Cool. Yeah, sometimes I go around and I do really good things and people are like, Ah, I love you! And I load in my other game where I'm just, like destroying people and like my guy does this, like, this fire thing that like make he like basically summons the devil and like the flames all come up around him and like kills everybody that's like within like a huge radius and of course I had that maxed out on him so then I just go around town and like kill a bunch of like like steal a bunch of stuff from just like shops just walk around and yeah. burn everybody yeah well or like just like get a shitload of people pissed off of me so then like they all swarm me to attack me and then I do that and kill them all and I have like little flies that fly above my head because I'm so evil and I've got horns and it's pretty cool it sounds like you enjoy playing evil better than good yeah it's a lot easier it's a lot easier pissing people off and forcing people to marry you. Yep. Good times. Yep, kicking in doors while people are sleeping and killing them. It's pretty fun. Yep. Maybe, maybe you shouldn't play this game anymore. I mean, it's okay. So. Tech talk. Tech talk. Um. So a while back, um, after we built my PC, I had some old speakers, like I bought a garage sale for 10 bucks or something. Yeah. And they did that annoying thing where if you try to adjust the volume, it would get all crackly and then the volume would go away. Yeah. And they kind of sounded crappy anyway. So um, Best Buy had an open box sale on this um, and I had a coupon and long story short, a $75 soundbar I got for $24.99. Nice. This is the Insignia um, mini soundbar and for its size, it puts out a decent amount of volume. Hmm. Um, it has optical input and left and right, so it's just stereo, um, but it's got a decent amount of bass. It actually has some screws I could mount it, but it fits right under my monitor. Oh, that's pretty nice. Really easy. Yeah. Um, so it just, it's kind of flush and just yeah. out of the way. Simple controls, power up, down. It does have Bluetooth if I wanted to sync my phone to it or something. Yeah. I'm probably not going to do that. And it came with a remote that I've already lost because I don't need it. The buttons are right here. Yeah. Um, but it's simple, it does its job, um, it fits my space pretty well. I have a space similar in size to yours where I could theoretically put a surround sound system, but... It's just so small. It's just so small. Um, so often I'm using my headset anyway, but yeah. for what I'm not, this really does the job. Nice. So, pretty happy with it. That's awesome. Yep. Cool, cool. That's my tech talk. Awesome. Well... Guys, that's our tech talk, so we will be right back after this. Oh, wait, hold on. So, we're just going to do this again really quick, but we're going to wash our ears with this promo. Okay. Um, because we actually have a commercial break. I do need to wash my ears. Yeah, so we need to wash Tim's ears, and we'll be right back after this. There's a whole bunch of podcasts out there. You're not getting to listen to all of them. Join me, your Uncle Blake, and let me be your podcast Sherpa with the Earwash Show. 
I'll present a different podcast on each episode for your consideration. If you decide you like it, hey, give it a download. If not, well, I'll try again on the next episode. Besides my favorites and Apple's top picks, I want to hear what your favorites are so we can share them with the rest of the world. So send your favorites to earwashshow at gmail.com. Again, that's earwashshow at gmail.com. And let's get the good word out. And we are back. Tasty treats in hand, guys. This week we're going to be going with the Shadow Ninja IPA from Lua Brewing. Old favorite. Old favorite. So... Do you like finding a beer fridge? No, not yet. Haven't looked again. You should have a stack of cube-like things in your garage. Guns I in. might freaking have to. Guns and beer. Guns, beer, Such and Such an tits. American redneck. What, what would that tit box look like? I don't know. Did I tell you that one of the um, persons I work with... Has a tit box? No, she used to be in the kitchen, and now she apparently works at, like... The woman used to be in the kitchen? Well, she used to work in my kitchen. Oh! Now she um, works at one of those coffee places with the bikinis. Oh, like bikini baristas. Yep. Really? I thought that was funny. Which one? Which, I don't know which one. I just saw a random snap she sent where oh. she was working in one. I'm like, oh, so that's what you're doing now. <laughs> Congrats. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to... Cheers to Ricky. Cheers to uh, bikini baristas all around the world. Mmm. Love that ninja. I love the ninja. Alright, Tim. You ready to kick it? Let's kick it. Kick us off, Tim. Um, so just a little while ago, we talked about some football, as in the big game, whatever we're supposed to call it. Um, I played this, I think, on an arcade machine. I might be wrong. If I am, I apologize. Mutant, um, Mutant League football. Okay. I do remember playing this at like PAX or something. It was on Steam, I believe. It could have been. Um, I thought it was like a Genesis game, actually. I get confused. But basically, it's a football game, and you're a bunch of mutants, and you kick the crap out of each other as decapitated heads flying. Yeah, you beat the shit out of each other, basically. And there's it's like basically saw blades and, and yeah. like flames coming out of it. So it's barely football, so that made me interested. It's NFL Blitz. But there's monsters exactly. and decapitations, so yeah. it's awesome. Yes. So I'm going to let the guy talk about it now. Hello Kickstarter, I'm Michael Menheim, creator of the original cult classic video game, Mutant League Football, and we've been working hard on the spiritual successor, Mutant Football League. Come on, check it out. MFL is an NFL Blitz arcade style football game with nasty mutants, deadly weapons, dangerous fields, and lots of player decks. The game is near alpha and fully playable now. We're planning to release it on the PC, Xbox One, and PlayStation 4. MFL offers a single-player experience, but it's most fun when playing with friends, either online or offline for two to four players. 
It offers both competitive and co-op multiplayer modes, so you can laugh at your friends while you crush them under your cleats, or team up and destroy all who dare to challenge you. This is the wildest, goriest, most outrageous football game ever. Players inflict maximum carnage on the opposition with punches, kicks, bombs, and even chainsaws. You can win by scoring more points than the opposition or by decimating the opposing team and sending them to their graves. Crazed fans cheer on their teams in packed stadiums laced with diabolical traps and hazards. There's no shortage of mines, toxic moats, and lava flows. And hey, if the hazards don't kill you, the weather probably will. Skeletal deadheads, armored bruiser bots, and monstrous orcs make up 14 vicious teams of fully 3D characters. All-star players are wisecracking mutants who have uber skills and abilities. These players are your game breakers who can single-handedly win you the game. NFL also breaks the rules with its playbook of dirty tricks. Each team has its own set of twisted dirty tricks like Chainsaw Massacre, where your running back pulls out a chainsaw and slices and dices the defense in the sushi. Or become ginormous and watch your blitzer grow five times his normal size and crush everything in his path. So that's the game, and now you've seen all the fun and chaos that comes with Mutant Football League, and we're almost ready to share it with you. We just need a little help to cross the goal line. We've got a playable PC demo for you to check out and play, just so you can see how much fun it is to bust some heads. If you like it, become a backer and score some awesome exclusive MFL rewards. Thanks for watching. Thanks to all of our supporters who have helped us get this far. Game on. So as you heard, it's pretty much the same game, except they switched football and league around. And it's for modern consoles and PC. Nice. So they're asking for um, $60,000. Okay. And they've got 27 days to go as we're recording, and they're already at 69000 and some change. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, for a buck, you get a sneak peek preview. Oh yeah. Um, so that's kind of cool. You get a, you get a Steam account, an Xbox uh, controller, and it's not a finished product, so you encounter some bugs. But you can get a, you know, like a demo for a buck. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. For twenty five bucks, you get the actual game and beta access. So not just the preview. That's kind of your minimum. It's kind of expensive. Yeah, I mean, twenty five. For a PC game, for a console gamer, that's not such a bad proposition because console games are used. It's to actually hang. very true. Yeah, and actually, the more I think about it, because they already have a track record with it, so. So they say that they already have an alpha build, as you heard in the video. Um, so this beta, um, they're saying, will come in October of this year for PC. Nice. A couple months later for console. Nice. So bear that in mind um, if you have access to both PC and console. Uh, for twenty nine, you get the digital value pack. You get the game, digital soundtrack, and digital playbook. Nice. And the art of mutant league football. Hmm. Um, moving on up to the top tier, which is ways down. Oh, it's all gone. Oh shit! Someone spent, or two people spent five thousand dollars to own an MFL team. Sit back and consult, or roll up your sleeves and help us design your own special MFL team. Working with My Michael Mendheim and other MFL team members, you'll help design the logo, the name, your players, your team's playbook. In addition, you will help name and design the team's arena and hazards. Names and images subject to approval, of course, but this will be a bloody legacy like none other. 
includes team name, name the stadium, help design team logo, name two all-star players, name 17 starting players, name two enforcers, two MFL jerseys matching your in-game um, all-star players, two custom all-star portraits, two all-star, player, all-star player statues, and four games to share with your friends. Um, and all rewards are in a collectible retro Genesis case, so it was a Genesis. Okay. And like I said, that's already gone. Holy shit. Um, there's actually another one for just for only $4,500. Only $4,500? All right, Tim, we got this. Um, it's similar. You get an, a legend player in the game, golden statue player in the name of the statue, golden physical player statue. So you get like customizable stuff in the game. That's and cool. There's four of those left. So. How many sold? Uh, four. No, none of them. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah. Cool. Check that out if it sounds interesting to you. Sounds good. About the only football game sounds interesting to me. Yeah, though, that uh, that would have been more interesting than the football game I watched last Sunday. Yes. So. There should have been decapitations and I wish. flames. So, guys, uh, Tim is... <coughs> excuse me. Tim is all about that tech. So, I fer- found... I ferned. You ferned? I ferned the turn Turk. <laughs> <laughs> I found the turn Dutch. Beautiful control. Now, this is a controller made out of 100% wood. Um... And it is a remote, but instead of me talking about it, I'm going to let the developer talk about it. This is a remote. It doesn't look like one, and that's a good thing. A touch dims the lights. A touch controls the music. A touch becomes a simple and quick way to talk to your home. Meet Turn Touch. A solid wood remote that controls devices, lights, and apps with a simple touch. Begin your day with one push of a button and your alarm silences. The lights turn on and the thermostat turns up the temperature. With Turn Touch, you can quickly wake up your house so you can focus on getting yourself up. You can even use it to read the news. Turn Touch can connect to any plug-in in your house. Use it to control a tea kettle, your speakers, even a lava lamp. And because the remote connects to your phone, you can take it anywhere, like your backyard. Use it to play music, practice yoga, or take a selfie. Sculpted from natural wood and mother of pearl, each remote is unique. At home again, stay focused by using your remote to make it just right. It's easy to find the lighting you want without distraction. And when it's time for bed, Press a single button to put your house to sleep. Dozens of apps fit neatly into only four buttons. Turn Touch. Beautiful control. I'm Sam Clay, founder of Newsblur and creator of Turn Touch. I built Turn Touch because I wanted a simple way to seamlessly control my Mac and my smart devices without having to pull out my phone. I carved a lot of wood to get here. I chose to make my remote out of solid wood because I wanted it to feel more like furniture than a gadget. This is your light switch. This is your power switch, your newsreader, your alarm clock, even your DJ. You can use this remote with or without having any connected devices at all. Turn touch, beautiful control.
So as you guys just heard, the comes in three different finishes. It basically can control all of your smart devices from your house key, uh, Not locking just your mechanism. Smart devices, anything that plugs in, it can control. Exactly, anything that plugs in. Um, you guys can make coffee in the morning, turn the lights on. The That's house. what I would want. Yep, do. and that was exactly. Turn touch, make me coffee. <laughs> make me turn on the lights. Turn on the lights downstairs. Turn on the heater a little bit higher and make me some coffee. I'll be up in 25 minutes. That'll be all right. Yep. Um, so, it has an extraordinary design. It's always ready. It's built to last. Uh, it can stand up the drops and shock. Its entire circuit board can be expensively re or inexpensively replaced with newer future wireless tech. You also won't have to buy a new remote every time Apple comes out with a new phone. Which is about every year, right? Yep. Every, it is every year, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, so now it's ready to connect with over two dozen apps and integrations. It also is just the this is also just the first version. But there's a lot of if this then that. Probably. Yeah. So, um, comes in three different types of stains. Trying to scroll down to the stains, um, mahogany and maple. So you have the the out sounding or the out. Outlying, and then you have the inlay, um, Paduke and satinwood, rosewood and site sycamore, sycamore, um, and mother of wait, what mother of pearls, the thing on the yeah, back. mother of pearls on the back. All have that. Yep, they all have that. Sorry, I'm really stupid sometimes, but that's exactly the reason why you guys tune in and listen to us. Um, How much does one of these bad boys cost you? So one of these bad boys right now, if you get in before the early birds are gone, is for the mahogany super touch, is going to be fifty nine dollars. Um, you save twenty dollars, you receive one turn touch carved from golden genuine mahogany and white maple, engraved with mother of pearl. Um, so there's thirty one left of one hundred fifty at fifty nine dollars. Jump up to sixty, you get the turn turn touch mahogany as well. Um, for 69 there's a hundred left of a hundred or if those are both gone by the time you guys hear this $79 will get you one $99 will get you the Paduke um, Rosewood 99 the complete set early bird is 229 so you guys will get three of them jumping all the way up to the big bad boy that we all like to talk about is $7.99 the get it now set get a complete handmade three pack shipped as soon as this Kickstarter ends then once production is up and running, get a second set delivered off the fresh or fresh off the line. So you guys get one mahogany turn touch handmade, one handmade mahogany turn touch, one handmade Paduke turn touch, one handmade rosewood turn touch. Then you guys get a separate mahogany production turn touch, Paduke production turn touch, and a rosewood production turn touch. And that again is $7.99. There are nine left out of ten. Right. So somebody's already bought one. Someone's got to have it now. Yep, somebody's got to have it now, guys. So that again is the Turn Touch by Beautiful Control. They need twenty-five thousand dollars. They have ten thousand and seventeen dollars with one hundred twenty-five backers and thirty days to go. Cool. So that's our kick it. That's our kick it, guys. Are ready to talk about some uh, game news? <laughs> Yes, you got a whole bunch loaded up for us today. I did. Um, so Fallout Shelter um, won a lot of praise on both iOS and Android. Yep. It's now out on Xbox One and Windows and is Play Everywhere compatible. Yep. So, so 
I can. Those of you who haven't played it on your phone can now play it on your bigger screen if you want. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of it's it's starting they, to become a very expansive they, game. They've made a lot of improvements to it. There's a lot more going on than we start than when we start playing. So I spent money on this game uh-huh. before they had the uh, cloud backup, and so now I don't have any of that shit to spend money on. That's lame. Yep. So I've heard they've emailed the developers. They're pretty understanding. So, do you have any way to prove you've spent money? Uh, I have my statement. I have my Google credits. Yeah, just so. copy that. You probably be cool. Yeah. So, yep. This next bit of news is for Q. Yep. So uh, the Nintendo Switch ha- or FIFA EA has officially confirmed that they are going to be bringing FIFA 18. So Chief Operating uh, Officer Peter Moore told Game Reactor, We are custom building a FIFA version for the Nintendo Switch. It will be FIFA 18, and it will obviously be later this year when FIFA 18 comes out. Soon after FIFA was announced for a Switch, rumors emerged that the Nintendo version would be based on the edition that comes out on PS3 and Xbox 360. Moore responded at the time by saying FIFA will be custom built for Nintendo Switch. Um... So I'm confused. It's custom built or it's based on PS3 and Xbox? It's custom built for the Nintendo Switch. Okay. So they changed their message? Oh, rumors. Rumors said it was going to be based off of the PS3 and the Xbox 360. That's good that it's made natively for the Switch. Yep. Um... More repl- they asked him if it, was g- if it could be more like the PS4 and Xbox version, Xbox One version, or it's going to be more like the PS3 and the Xbox 360. He's replied saying, what you have will be a custom-built version of the Nintendo Switch from the FIFA development team in Vancouver. So this sounds a lot like the Wii, where like Call of Duty had its own special version yeah. just for the Wii. Exactly. And it was not the best version. Um, so EA CEO Andrew Wilson also said that FIFA 18 will build on the foundation created with story mode this year, bringing players back to the journey with season two, featuring new characters and new storylines. The journey was story driven and introduced in FIFA 17 that sees you, a young footballer called Alex Hunter. It featured dedicated characters, cutscenes, and appearances from real life players and managers. So fuck me. I kind of want to go play that game now, because now it's got a story co- storyline to it. you played previous FIFAs? I mean, I've had them. i played them with Q before. Okay. But they've never had a story mode. Oh, there you go. There's a story this mode. This is not a launch title, though, so it'll be a, a while out. Probably fall, I'm, at, I'm guessing. Probably. I'll probably just go back and play FIFA 17 if they're going to continue the story of Alex Hunter. All right. Uh, giggity. Alright, so uh, Final Fantasy 15. Yep. Took about 10 years to develop. Yep. That's a lot of money for Square Enix. That's a lot of years. It's a lot of years. I mean, I'm sure some development team people have died because it got old. Possibly. Um, game director Hajime Tabata um, says that the game broke even in just one day uh, when it launched November 29th, 2016. It's fucking crazy. Um, it shipped 5 million copies on the first day. That's not necessarily a sell through number, but it shipped 5 million. Um, the figure rose to sh- 6 million copies uh, shipped. Companies not yet said how many copies of the game had actually been sold to consumers. Um, before Final Fantasy XV came out, Tabata said the game needed to sell 10 million copies to be a success. He later clarified that statement, saying 10 million is the studio's personal goal, not necessarily how many units it needs to, t- to move to turn a profit. 
So even though they broke even, like they're counting on this to be a tentpole game that makes a lot of money for them. Yeah. To pay for future products. So even though they, you know, broke even the first day, they need this game to have a little bit of legs to make it worth the investment. And I haven't heard people talking about it. No, so, I mean, they're putting a good face forward, but I'm not sure this is the wild success that they were hoping for. No, I don't think so. And I also think it's really weird that they're not just putting out patches, but, like, story patches. Yeah. Like, I'm glad I waited. I'm kind of interested in the game, but I'm glad I didn't buy it day one, because they're adding story bits, like, yeah. main story bits. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, shit. So, I will get a better version now than someone who bought it and played it day one. So, this one. is, like, Destiny all over again. In a way, but you this is... You get rid of the Dinklage and put in... Yeah, but this is more of a story-driven game than a just a yeah. um, big arena yeah. to level up your character. Very true. Like, there's a definite story arc in this game. Hmm. So, good luck, Square Enix. Yep. Hope, uh, hope you uh, get those 10 million copies eventually sold. Yeah, hopefully. Um, so, moving on over, Phil Spencer said... 2017 for Xbox One will hold exclusive games more than 2016 did. That's good. The executive. Yeah. I, I saw the list. All right, I published the list on the Button Smashers of what's coming out um, exclusive for Sony. Uh -huh. And it's a nice list. Is it? It is. So okay. what does Xbox have to bring to the table? So the executive tweeted out that he'll think it's going to be a good, quote-unquote, good year for Xbox, uh -huh. at the same time stating that the platform should have more first-party games than last year with great diversity. He uh, also teased a new IP, but he also later comment clarified his comments by saying he was referring to Rare's upcoming action-adventure Sea of Thieves. Um, so 2016 held Gears of War 4, Quantum Break, ReCore, Superhot, while meanwhile Crackdown 3, Cuphead State of Decay 2, and the aforementioned Sea of Thieves are among exclusive games confirmed to be on the way to the Xbox We've One been this year. have hearing about Crackdown 3 like, forever since the Xbox... Uh, one launched, and they were talking about doing shared computing so they could have these giant open world, destructible yeah. worlds. So, I really hope that they bring something with that one game, like Crackdown 3. I'm more excited for State of Decay 2, even though I can't finish State of Decay 1. Although, I did see a leaked footage from like State of Decay 1. It wasn't really leaked, but I mean, it's out there, obviously. But I stumbled across it, and it looks like there's a huge fucking city. So now I'm like, shit, I gotta get out of the fucking farmland to go to the big-ass fucking city and kill some shit! You gotta get past that sticking point you always... Yeah, I gotta find some hack or something just to make it fly right by so I can get out of that area. Anyways, he said 2017 list is set to be bigger for Xbox One with Project Scorpio launching this holiday. Microsoft may not show off it off until E3, but the company has said development on the system is coming along great. Um, he's been a, uh, Spencer has been extremely active on Twitter as of late. Most recently, he discussed the possibility of Xbox 360, Xbox 360 backwards compatibility on PC. He has also confirmed Project Scorpio. <coughs> excuse me, Project Scorpio will play some games in native 4K and tease Xbox E3 showing. Um, so they're not really telling us what games, other than the ones that did not come out this year. They're expected for next. Hmm. I could use some more concrete examples, personally. Oh, well. Well, I mean, I'm pretty comfortable saying that they had four exclusives last year, and we know three are coming. So, I mean, they're pretty good. So, if they just add another three or another four, or even five, they double their number. Yeah, they need to do that. 
That's what I'm saying. I mean, even if it's Teletubby Telly time or something like that. <laughs> or like over the rainbow and through the woods, murder grammar, murder grandmother or something like that. Or mm. like the three little pigs, 2K17. You should name game titles. I should. Moving on to Bethesda. Um, Slaughterhouse Ponytail. Appearing on a uh, podcast called, um, hold on, Kind of Funny. Um, kind of Funny? Yes. Kind of Funny. Bethesda marketing executive Pete Hines said, Fallout 4 has got to be the most successful game we've ever launched. Fallout 4? Fallout 4. Fallout 4! 2K17! That we've ever launched. More than Skyrim in terms of what we did. It's not immediately clear but by what he means by most successful because Skyrim was released in November 2011, sold more than 2 million, 20 million copies as of 2014, and Fallout 4, when it came out in November 2015, shipped 12 million copies on launch day. Um, there hasn't really been numbers released since then, but it would seem that Skyrim would have the upper hand. Upper hand. Especially since Skyrim got a sales boost last year with the release of the Special Edition Remaster. Mm-hmm. But according to this this guy... Um, I'm wondering what they mean. Yeah, but... Their DLC is a hell of a lot more expensive than Skyrim ever I was, I think too. they might be just hyping the game they currently have out. Um, but speaking of Fallout 4 right now, there is a high-resolution high, texture, high texture pack came out on Steam uh, this week. That's very true. So if you're playing on, on uh, Steam, definitely check that out. Okay. What you got for us? So, two years ago we played, or I played For Honor. I think I watched you play. I, I think you know. watched me play. I might have played, I don't remember. Um, I think if I did, I sucked. So, For Honor is a dueling game, medieval style. So you have samurais. You have you have big old knight with heavy yeah. armor. From different ethnic or mystical backgrounds. So ninjas and Vikings. And I don't think ninjas so much because they move fast. These were mostly... Slow. Well, I guess not ninja. I didn't mean to say ninja. I meant to say samurai. These are mostly slower, heavily armored. Yeah. Even the samurai wear armor. Yeah. So, well, I didn't mean to say ninja. I meant to say samurai. So samurai, Vikings, um, Nord, I believe. And, or, Is that different than Viking? Not really. But, yeah, lots Anyways, of you get my big guys, big swords, yep. heavy armor. Um, so, they're going to be doing an open beta here uh, starting on February 9th. So, you can preload right now. Um, preloading is available for the client is about 27 gigabytes. Wow. Um, the de- uh, beta feature four modes, Elimination, Dominion, Brawl, and Duel. There are nine heroes in the beta. The full game contains 12 heroes in five modes. So the so beta players are pretty much getting to try a good chunk chunk of the com- games. I would hope so. Twenty seven gigs. Yeah. Um, as mentioned, this is an open beta, so everyone can jump in, and I believe it is coming to Xbox One and PlayStation Four. Not PC. Not that I know of. And that's uh, Ubisoft, right? Yep. Cool. So, um, yeah, I'm excited for that. Yes. You can get the next story, too, because I don't care about this game. Okay. So, just so you guys know, FIFA is full of soccer or foot-fucking-ball. Football. Foot-fuck-ball. Football. Foot-fuck-ball in other countries. Uh, has a very good history of gambling. So, so, how would you gamble in FIFA? Well... I'm not really 100% positive, but we are going to learn about this, Tim. Okay. So, uh, there have been fines levied against YouTuber, uh, by, against a YouTuber, 
um, named Nepenthes, Nepenthes um, who admitted to gambling offenses while playing on his YouTube series of FIFA. So he pled guilty in court uh, actually today, and he was ordered to pay about $113,000 while Rigby must pay $217,000, according to The Guardian. The aggravating features of these offenses are they committed over a relatively long period of about six months, said District Judge Jack McGarva. Children were gambling on your site. It's impossible for me to let for me to know how many or the effect on them. In my opinion, both of you were aware of the use of the site by children and the attractiveness of it to the children. At the very least, you both turned a blind eye to it. Making kids gamble. Exactly. So, a YouTube video of Douglas was shown where he states, you don't have to be 18 for this because this is virtual currency. Yeah, virtual currency is a weird legal area. On Twitter this afternoon, Douglas posted a series of messages apologizing. I owe a huge apology to my family and my close friends for putting them through this process and appreciate all of those that stood by me. He also said he intends to publish a video in due course presenting my side of this story. Gambling with FIFA coins. So the original story, guys, goes that the YouTuber Nepenthes had uh, pled or had been uh he pleaded guilty. Yeah, he pleaded guilty, but this was, he basically, you know, they convicted, or not convicted, they uh, charged him with uh, UK's Gambling Act, um, whose real name is Craig Douglas, and his business partner, Dylan Rigby, ran a site that allowed users to gamble FIFA coins, which it, it, are, which it is argued hold world, real-world value on real-life football matches. The men reportedly pleaded not guilty at first, but then they have now obviously switched their pleas. The pair were charged in 2016 with inviting children to quote-unquote gamble. Um, so you'd make YouTube videos promoting the site to gamble on? Exactly, and he had 1.5 million subscribers that were minors. Nice. So. Sounds like a real stand-up guy. Yeah, so good job, FIFA. Good fucking job. There's another reason not to play fucking Alex Hunter's goddamn story career mode. You keep going back and forth on this game. I really want to go play a story mode. I really like story modes in sports games. Well, speaking of betas, um, PlayStation firmware 4.5 is currently in beta. Ah, um, uh, yeah. Several Have you hundred. tried it? I am not in, in it. Um, I was not the lucky one to be chosen. Quite a few people have been, though, from mm. screenshots showing up on Twitter. So it's, it's definitely out there. So there's some minor improvements like getting choose your own background, um, smoother menu, like little improvements like that. Yeah. But there's three improvements that I'm excited about. Um, one is you can now do external hard drives on the PlayStation That's 4. That's pretty cool. Which, you know... Has been a thing for Xbox for a long time. And even Wii U. Yep. Um, so it's well timed that that happens, but it wasn't an option before, so that's good. Um, if you have a PlayStation VR, you can now, with the 4.5 watch um, 3D Blu-rays. That's cool. In 3D. That's um, cool. So you don't have to have a special TV or anything. Yeah. Of course, it only works for the person wearing the headset, but still, it's a cool feature. Yeah, fuck everybody else. Right. Um, then the last feature is called, uh, it's only for the PS4 Pro, it's Boost Mode. Improves performance on all games without even without Pro patch updates. Whoa. So, like, um, Just Cause 3 ran pretty bumpy on PlayStation. Um, now with the 
boost mode. Boost mode. It runs pretty smooth. So people are showing side by side videos of like areas of the Witcher, whether it be slowed down or um, just other games like mm. side by side. You can definitely see improvements in frame rate and performance. That's crazy. Um, so that's pretty cool. That finally gives PS4 Pro players like me a reason to have shelled out the money for this. That's very true. So that's, that's awesome, though. Setting uh, four point five firmware for PlayStation. Sweet. Sounds good. Well, we have some game releases, guys. Night of Azure PC, February 7th. Guys, that's what we're talking about right now. Uncanny Valley, PS4, Vita, Xbox One, Alterior Sophie, Alterlier Sophie, The Alchemist of the Mysterious Book, PC, The Wild Eight, Steam Early Access, PC, Nio? Nio? It's either Neo or Nio. We're not Neo sure. Neo Nio, PS4? Game journalists aren't sure. Quar- 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 Quarantine. Oh, that's right. That's the word. Quarantine. Steam Early Access PC. Brute. At sign. Oh. Brute Addle. Brute Addle. Brute Addle. Brute Addle. PC. It looks like Brutal, but with an at sign. It's kind of a- It's kind of weird. Um, probably because somebody else already has a name Brutal in one of their games. If I remember right, I think they use like ASCII characters as art. That's I weird. Could be wrong. Anyways, so Brutal PC. That's all that's coming out this week, guys. Um, pretty short list. That's the reason why we had more stories. You had a ton of stories listed there. Yeah. So there's a lot going on in game news. I read somewhere about um, someone getting kicked off of a team, professional team. Oh, wow. For dating um, uh, viewers that were watching his stream. No way. So I was trying to... I couldn't remember the name. Which game, which profession... Like, it was one of the games it's that... It's probably Dota or something. Something like that. So I didn't find the story in time to put it up there, but Lame. the gambling story reminded me of that. That's funny. All right, guys. So until next week, don't forget you guys can check us out at uh, youtube.com forward slash plug and play game where you guys are watching this video um, to see what we actually look like and the weird expressions that we make and shit. Um, uh, you guys can also check out at facebook.com forward slash plug and play show, Twitter and Instagram at plug and play cast. And check us out at thebuttonsmashers.com and plugandplaygamer.com. And until next week, guys, don't forget to prime and shine.